Happy Virgo season, everybody. This week's episode is brought to you by Shaya the Indigo with your monthly energy forecast report. We are starting off the month with an earth energy in the number six. So paying particularly close attention to your physical health, your family health, your relational health is going to be important. Water has a very significant importance this month as well. And we do have a Mercury coming up in retrograde on the 27th, along with several other planets. So stick around. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Hey, Shay, what's going on today? You know, I have to start hey, it off. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not using my microphone, so I hope I hope I come across clear and and um. Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. I got my good headphones in, so. Okay. So we got so many retrogrades right now. It's. I was looking at that. I was like, okay, let me brace myself. You know, (laughs) I can't handle. I can't handle no more upsets. Like, right. (laughs) That's what I've been saying. I'm just like, because I saw this. Um. Because I knew that there there had to have been some coming up, just like, you know, with the calendar kind of edged in my brain. But mm-hmm. I hadn't um, got to the point where I looked it up yet. And I saw this one meme that was like, Pluto, Jupiter, Mercury, this planet, this planet's only retrograde. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. Because <laughs> uh, the last time it was so many planets like that in retrograde, life was minutes in Honey, I'm tired. <laughs> no, I'm I'm right, I am right there with you. So, um, I have so many calendars in front of me with all these dates. And there's a lot going on for, not just for September, you know, this is the podcast for September, but for the fall season in general, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of shifts going on. Mm-hmm. Before 2021 in general has been off the chain. <laughs> it's yeah. been crazy. Yeah. You know, with the eclipses that we had a few months back that were back to back to back and the retrograde and oh my gosh, like it's been a lot going on. The blood moons that we had the blue moon that we had. Um, I did miss August forecast. Thank you guys who's still listening. Um, my sis held it down. I was out of commission. <laughs> after, I, after I posted it, I said, forgot to talk about the astrology portion. <laughs> it, it's, you know what? To be This is the thing. We kind of just threw in astrology later. This was supposed to be just numerology remember but that's so clear cut and dry and for this to be like an hour you know that wouldn't have been nearly enough information to cover with just numerology and to really grasp the energy of the month you know you do want to have the astrology I'm still at beginner level when it comes to astrology I feel Mm -hmm. um so that's why I just cover the basics of that but 
but yeah, you gotta you wanna have both like numerology and astrology to really understand the energy of what's going on, especially for a whole month span of time, you yeah. know. So but okay, so speaking of that, numerology for um the beginning of the month, September first, that date breaks down to the number six numerology wise if you add up the numbers of september 9 the first and 2021 you add 9 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 which equals 15 and in numerology you break that down to a single digit so you add the 1 and the 5 and 15 which is 6 of course Mm -hmm. so the energy of the number 6 this is why like i said numerology wise you you do want to include astrology too with that because of how well they coincide together um because six being a universal number that's one of the universal numbers all of the universal numbers are three six and nine because of the way and the direction that the universe shifts it shifts in a spiral circle of 360 degrees and so that's three and six and then of course in numerology you have to add those two numbers together which equals two nine so three sixes and nines always have to do with universal energy as a whole um three i'll get into that in a bit um being that september 1st is what i am focused on at this very moment which is the number six for that specific date september 1st 2021 so with that being the energy of this realm during that time, the number six, that's the mother earth number. Mm -hmm. That is um, just an earthy number in general. That's nature in general. Um, It's harmony, you know, the universe and earth and how things go together, how nature works together, you know, from the sun and water and air and the way that, you know, prompts life to begin and be breathed into existence that's harmony all of those things working together to create life so that's the number six um and the beauty of that why we want to include the astrology of that is because that date falls in virgo season okay so with that being an earth sign and the number six being an earth number it's a very earthy time. So a lot of us are going to be focused on our bodies. Earth always has to do with the physical, okay? Earth energy always has to do with all things physical. So that is pregnancy. That's the body in general. So your physical health, that's family, your biological blood relatives, things that have to do with that, um, relationships as far as family. Um, Earth energy always has to do with money, as well, um, building foundations with money, um, security, things like that. That's all things earth energy wise. So we have the harmony and um, all things working together for the number six to bring harmony and balance into a person's life. That would be that number six energy. And like I said, that's an earth number and it so happens to be and earth season anyways so that's beautiful energy now also with september 1st 
Um, with the sun, we also had the moon of that day being in Cancer. And that was water energy, all things water. So Cancer energy is very, very sensitive. It's very intuitive. It's very emotional. Mm-hmm. So with the first being an earth number energy and uh, earth zodiac energy um, that blends well with cancer energy just because earth and water goes together so well. It's such a beautiful blend. You know, that's what creates life, that what brings life. A good example of that would be pregnancy, which, mm-hmm. of course, like I just got through talking about the numbers three, six, and nines. Of course, pregnancy is nine months. That is not a coincidence. Um, then we have the earth, right, which is the body. And then we have water, which is the amniotic sac. If I got to get <laughs> into some biology here. <laughs> um, and this brings forth a life, right? This brings forth a being mm-hmm. into existence. So with the sun being in Virgo and the moon being in Cancer, both of those energies um, work together so well to build not only just a harmonious environment domestic-wise, but um, it's very loving. It's very warm energy. It's very nurturing. Virgo energy and Cancer energy are two zodiac energies that are very, very nurturing. So um, in the home, life would be very... um, harmonious it would be very um cooperative everybody's working together everybody's focused on each other and the health and well-being of everyone as a family so um that should have been highlighted during that time period the beginning of september september 1st then fast forward to the 7th September 7th, that date is the new moon. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the it's still in Virgo, but the sun was in Virgo still. And the moon was also in Cancer too. And I, um, I just, just want to say that right now we're at 1110 and the church bells just went off here in downtown. Sis, when you said that, I looked at the clock and it's one eleven. Yeah, it's eleven eleven now here. Uh, yep, I'm about to fall out this year. <laughs> like, what the heck? Okay. That's crazy for me to like, just why look at it, it. Like, why is it ringing right now? <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Okay. I love that alignment. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, I, it, I, also, I also wanted to say my mom and I were talking um, yesterday about, and this might be off topic, but I think I could bring it into what you're talking about in terms of water and earth. So my mm-hmm. mom and I were talking about when you say your cup is running over, where does the water come from? If your cup is running over, it could rain, Yeah. right? Someone can pour into you so that mm-hmm. as they're pouring into you, you begin to overflow. Or there could be water coming up from inside of the cup to overflow out of the cup. Right. 
So now as a water sign, me being a water sign, I can't help but to say I it's it's really amazing that you said that at all because I was watching some readings on YouTube for Pisces mm-hmm. and um they're so funny. The guy who, who was doing the reading, he's a Pisces. And he pulled the um, the Ace of Cups. That's the first thing that came and to you, my mind. You when know what that. that one looks like, right? So, But right. Where's, the water is coming from inside of the cup and overflowing to the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he talked about that. He literally talked about that. He, he said everything that you just said. He's pointing to the card. And to where the water is coming out and it's going underneath, some of it is circulating around like that. And and everything you just said, he said in this reading, that's crazy. But as a water sign, personally, I feel like that's all of that is coming from within. All of that is coming from right here. It's coming from our core. It's coming from down here. Um, Water always makes me think of the sacral chakra, you know, just like, again, the... um, amniotic sac where mm-hmm. there's water in there you know and so water just in general the element in general just makes me it, it, it always comes from the center it always comes from somewhere you know even the water that comes from the clouds right is circulated from it being evaporated <laughs> evaporated <laughs> i can't talk to it you know it's circulated around so it's still internal. It's still an internal thing. Um, it's spiritual. It's spiritual. So I, I feel like it comes from spirit. It just manifests in the earth from whichever direction it chooses to come from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, now I'm thinking about the hurricane that just came to, you know, the South, New Orleans and Mississippi. Um, and I was seeing all these pictures of the water just rushing in and things like that. When it comes to that, the water is coming from where it, the water always has been, right? But it's being pushed from air some kind of way. The, the, it gets stirred up and it wants to just crash us and destroy things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that makes me think of water energy when us water signs are going through stuff or when we get angry. Water can be dangerous when they're angry, right. you know? So I'm saying that to say, no matter what direction it's coming from, it's still the internal thing that it represents. It's still spirit. It's still emotions. You know, that's really the the essence of water. So um, I think the direction it comes from just determines how it's going to affect you or what part of your life is going to hit you. Thinking about that hurricane again. (laughs) So... But okay. Now I have to I have to scratch what I said. So for September seventh, twenty twenty one, which is when the new moon just passed, um, mm-hmm. the sun and the moon actually both were in Virgo, um, and the numerology of that date nine plus seven plus two plus two plus one broke down to 21 or equal to 21 which breaks down to three of course so we're still in that three six nine energy so all of these shifts are pretty potent and it's 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 alignment it's full alignment 
um, because, you know, it's universal energy. So this is energy that's affecting everyone. And of course, the way that these planetary shifts fall in your personal natal chart is going to affect you differently. But generally, it's affecting the collective the same way. Um, so most everyone on the first September 1st, 2021, you know, a lot of people were, were, were highlighting a lot of family matters, um, which should have been healing in a healing way. If there had been some issues or some conflict or anything like that, those things should have dissipated or died down or, um, you know, just gotten to an understanding. Some heart to heart conversations probably came up, um, things like that. And then, you know, fast forward back to September 7th, which is the new moon, both in Virgo. It's also still very nurturing energy, very family-oriented energy, very helpful energy. Virgo energy is there full of um, servitude. They like to help you with everything. If you need help with cleaning the house, they are dang sure going to help with that because they like cleanliness and they like organization. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have their reservations about Virgos, but honey, I love me some Virgos because if you got a Virgo in your house, you're going to have help with everything. You're going to have help with housework. You're going to have help with the kids. You're going to have help with cooking. And when they do things, they're perfectionists, they do it right. So um, I'm a Pisces, so I vibe very well with Virgos. A lot of people have their feelings about Virgos, but I love y'all that's yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've come across anyone that share a sign where I'm like, oh, I'm staying away from that sign. Like, I feel like yeah. I generally get along with pretty much everyone. Now, there are mm -hmm. some exceptions. And the only sign that I can say I've, I've basically headbutted with is Aries. And that's because, you know, they're the ram. I'm a bull. And that <laughs> tends to, to happen. But it's yeah. been rare. It's like only a few out of, you know, many mm -hmm. that I've actually had conflicts with in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, we we all have our signs that, you know, element wise that you're going to be compatible with or or not. Mm -hmm. And people, when we think when we bring up compatibility, they all automatically think of relationships. No, compatibility is compatibility. It's whether you get along with this person, whether you vibe or whether you click or not, you know, so it's friendships, family, relationships, whatever. And um, as far as Virgo energy. I vibe with them very well because it's an earth sign. So people may have, you know, their reservations about Virgo. And then sometimes, you know, when you look at compatibility of certain signs, like it's certain ones that I'll look up and it says that I'm compatible with this sign or that sign. And then I remember certain experiences I've had with those signs. And I'm like, there's no way <laughs> that I'm compatible with that. But of course, we all have more than one sign. So your moon, your rising, all that, your whole chart plays a factor in it. So I know there's some astrology um, gurus that's listening that's going to be like, well, we all have more than one sign. Yes, we know that. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> but um, okay, so September 7th, 2021. So I've covered that 
the sun and the moon both was in Virgo that day. So a lot of people during this time period were probably found some energy, some extra energy to organize their house, to organize their office, to clean and to make things very perfect. They they didn't probably color coded their closet (laughs) and everything else, not just because it's just the sun is in Virgo, but because the sun and the moon was both in Virgo. And this is still ambitious energy too. So this is like, you're getting these ideas and those practical plans because this is earth. So you want to hit the ground running with these ideas. Okay. Ground earth. So we're not just going to have these ideas and just think about it and daydream about it and, you know, be in la la land. You're going to actually write down some things and execute them with that energy being there. Um, Also, the numerology of that day, like I said, 9 plus 7 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 broke equal to 21, which breaks down to 3, which is very verbally expressive energy. Um, threes are always verbally expressive. They're very verbal. They're going to say what's on their mind. Three is um, very re- related to Gemini energy. And, of course, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication. And we're going to cover this Mercury retrograde that's coming up shortly. Um, But, yeah, so So on September 7th. um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to well. Yeah, no. You had a question? No, I was just going to ask you, when is the retrograde coming in for Mercury? It's going to be uh, the 27th, September 27th. Okay. So that means we're already feeling some of its effects, right? Yes. Yes. And let me tell you, when I say I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it heavy because any type of technological devices or any, any type of phones or computers or anything that we use that contributes to communication in any way those things start malfunctioning all that when mercury is in retrograde and honey i work in it and this stuff starts breaking down and these programs start just like the craziest things start happening and i come across issues with these computers that i have to fix and these are issues that make no sense and yes that's already been happening for me so (laughs) and it sucks because it makes my job so much harder. Um, but we'll get to the, I'll, I'll touch more on the Mercury retrograde here. Um, so we've covered the first, we've covered the new moon, which is September 7th. And of course, like I said, that's Virgo sun, Virgo moon energy. And that date breaks down to three. So we're going to have a lot of verbally creative and expressive energy when it comes to getting money and when it comes to working together with others to um, reach a goal and to accomplish some things ambitious wise. So, um, and you know, all of these shifts we're going to feel for a week or two after the fact. So that's why even though today being September 12th, all of that is still relevant. So if, you know, anybody's out there, you still feeling that Virgo energy and you're very 
getting your life together as far as organizing your house and your closet and your finances and things like that, that's still going to be the theme of this month. Um, and then now we're all caught up. So today being September 12th, tomorrow, September the 13th is um, when the half moon cycle comes into play. So this day is very important because that's when kind of everything balances out as far as light and dark. When you think about the, the moon and that's the, that half moon energy. Um, so this that's just the mid-month forecast that I'm highlighting here. So on that date, the numerology of that date, uh, September 13, 2021, that adds up to 18, which breaks down to nine. Um, the sun, of course, is still in Virgo. And like me, mm. you discussed before, the moon now is in Sagittarius. Um, mm. So happy new lunar return to you, sis. Me and you being a Sagittarius moon. Yes. <laughs> I see that this morning. I'm like, nah, I'll see her soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy um, moon day. I want to say earth day so bad but happy moon day that's funny because should we should we say you know we have our solar return when it's our birthday but that would actually be our earth day right yeah that's the sun you know right that's the solar energy so that's the happy solar return so this would be our lunar return Got pretty it. much okay so but um Okay, so with that, the numerology of that date is highlighted more so, I wouldn't say more so than the zodiac energy, but I say that because with the number being the ninth, that's a big deal because the number nine in general is very intense. It's an intense number. It's like, it's very equivalent to Scorpio energy. Mm-hmm. Um and that is the completion of cycles, that is endings, that is karmic energy coming to completion finally. A lot of um, people who look into these um, things as far as you know, numerology, the planets and certain shifts, you probably have seen on the internet or on social media somewhere that um, everyone's talking about karmic cycles coming to completion. Mm-hmm. So that's because of the number nine. Um, and then, of course, so now this is the 13th that I'm talking about because that is the half moon. That's when we get to the half point. But and today is the 12th. And then yesterday was September 11th. Right. Mm-hmm. And on that date, um, if you research certain types of fo- folklore from way back in the day, that highlights that there's 111 days left in the year. And um, we all know that 111 is a portal. That's an open door. That's a shift to the next level of some sort. And we always get excited about 111. We always get excited about the gateway, this door opening. But sometimes that comes with some shakeups because as we all know, new levels, new devils. So, (laughs) 
you know, we all get excited about 111, like, oh, it's an open door. And, and it is a good thing because, of course, you can manifest whatever you want to. Anytime you see 111, if you think it, it's going to happen. I'm not going to say it might happen. I'm not going to say it can happen. If your subconscious energy is focused on this thing, whether it's good or bad, it's going to manifest. So spirit doesn't know the difference between good or bad like we do down here. Mm-hmm. You know, spirit just knows energy and it responds to that. So mm-hmm. with 111 being highlighted on September 11th, um, and this is, you know, right there upon the, the heel of the 13th, which is the half moon. Um, of course, like I said, that day is a nine day. That is the completion of cycles. And then the next day, which is 10. So I'm going to get deep into the numerology here. One is beginnings. 10 is new beginnings. This is why you have nine. That is the completion of a cycle, a phase, or a process. This is why pregnancy is nine months. Then, of course, when you get to the number 10, that's when you have that baby. That is a new beginning. When they conceived on the first day, that's the beginning. When they're born and you're at that number 10 energy, this is the new beginning. Now you have a life. You're holding it. You got to take care of it. You got to feed it. You got to wipe the snotty noses. You got to wipe the spit up. You got to change the diapers, all that. You know what I'm saying? But it's beautiful because it's a life. So um, the gateway is a new door that's open. But like I said, with it being number nine, you're going to be pushing through some contractions. You're going to be pushing through some pains, you know, with all endings comes some type of discomfort. And, um, and I'm preaching to the choir because as you know, sis, like me personally, I am going through a transition that is major and to the point where I'm surprised that I've made it to this part of the year with my sanity (laughs) intact if I'm honest, but um, we're all going through this energy and we're trucking on through because that's what we got to do. Yes. So um, I'm proud of you. You are just um, a warrior girl. I, 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 I have been, you know, life will put you in positions where you don't have no choice. And, and when you, follow spirit and you follow spirit the way that you should and the way that you're supposed to and you listen it tests you to see if if you're going to be ready for those new devils yeah (laughs) you know yeah and and that's just the truth and transition and trans transformation is painful it's not comfortable because i'm thinking about um this oracle card that i have it's it it says shed old skin it has a a picture of a snake on it and that makes me always think of the number nine and the number 10 um because the one and the zero is like life and the void is the zero it's 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 nothing it's everything and nothing and then the one is the beginning Mm -hmm. so that always makes me think of shedding the old becoming new and like I said that's going to come with some discomfort of some sort but it's all for our highest and greatest good and we have to be positive and stay positive that's why that 111 energy in that gateway is so important Um, and why you have to keep your thoughts 
intact. You have to keep your thoughts grounded. And this is the perfect time to focus on grounding. You know, go outside and do some earthing, walk around in the grass barefoot, go to the beach, get your feet in the sand, things like that. Because, you know, with it being Virgo season, this is the perfect time to really ground ourselves. And we need to do that because there's a lot going on yeah. up there, you know, in the higher realms. Um, now, past the mid-month, what's coming up next, September 20th, is the harvest full moon. Um, I love the harvest moon because, you know, the full moons in general represents harvesting anyways in general but this is the official harvest moon of the year so this means that it's the closest full moon to the autumn equinox and um so the chinese yin buddhists like to highlight that the harvest moon represents spiritual power so this is when you come into a a huge um, burst of empowerment within yourself and um, it highlights fertility because fertility is the seed right your soil has to be fertile it has to have some fertilizer for that seed to really be able to take root and germinate and bring forth again a new life yeah okay you know it, so, it's a because um I bought some little like you know how Target has the the little deals at the, at the front of the store. I mm -hmm. bought yeah. tin cans at the start of the year. One is sweet basil and one is thyme. And mm -hmm. um, because we moved, they've been packed up. So I pulled them out and I went ahead and opened them up, dropped the little seeds that came in there and watered it. And then the, the little soil thing expanded, right? Mm -hmm. And I literally did that maybe a week and a half ago and four days later we had sprouts. And so, wow. you know, yeah, it, it happened so fast. The kids were like, mommy, what do you mean? I was like, yeah. And so um, what I'm planning to do is actually go ahead and start our garden because we have a bigger yard now. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I have tomato seeds. I have all kinds of different seeds, cucumbers, um, snap peas, and I want to plant those um, probably next weekend. That way, you know, they can start to see the, the fruit of their labor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's super awesome. And that's going to be really therapeutic for you personally mm -hmm. as, a, um, as an earth sign. You're going to be in your element. You get your hands in that soil and, and, and stuff like that, like, Look now, at that as yourself. You know what I'm saying? Interesting because my mom is the one that plays in dirt more than I do. She's a Scorpio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did she? I bet you she got some earth in her somewhere. Somewhere. I'm going to pull her chart pretty soon. I just don't know what time she was born because um, she was born in Okinawa, Japan. Oh, wow. And her yeah. birth certificate looks different from ours. Oh, interesting that's really interesting if you were to um get a chance to break that down it'd probably be explain a whole lot about her life your life because you know I, our parents are in our chart somewhere i remember um 
I learned like there's a certain house that represents your parents, um, the father or whatever energy, and the house that falls that that falls on for me. Um, the sign that's in that house is is Pisces, and my dad is a Pisces. Same here. So same here. My I think it's the isn't it the seventh house? I thought it was five. I don't know. I can't remember. You, you might be right. I, I, I'll go back and look because um, when Four I was or five, retreat, something like that. When I was on the retreat, um, Gigi, who does astrology, um, she she used my chart to because we had a class mm-hmm. during the during the retreat, and she used my chart as an example. And she said, you know, this house is where your your dad is and this house is where your mom is and lo and mm-hmm. behold those two signs are dead your parents well my parents yeah. that's it's so crazy like and you know there's so many people that don't believe in astrology but honey it's true <clears throat> it has not shown me yeah i haven't seen any discrepancies like when i actually look into it mm-hmm. and that tripped me out when i learned that i learned that from youtube some somebody on youtube and they were talking about the houses and their parents and stuff like that. And then I looked at my chart. And I was like, oh, my God, my dad is a Pisces. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. But I love it. It teaches us so much about ourselves and our lives and our journeys, you know. And it would be so awesome if we could, like, break down both of our parents' full charts and then look at their parents' charts and you know, study those houses and how each thing we would be able to understand so much <laughs> about well, I, our lives. You know what? I think, you know, learning about yourself, of course, is where it starts in order for you to break any generational curses or carry out mm-hmm. whatever legacies that was started, you know, in your in your lineage, I feel. And so Absolutely. I think that if we did have that capability, like if we knew exact dates and times of our ancestors, we could probably do things in a much quicker, cleaner mm-hmm. manner um, and eradicate right. eradicate some of the difficulties and challenges that happens on those cyclical levels. Right. Because I feel like knowing the why of a lot of things helps resolve so much without even doing anything just knowing why this is this way or why this happens it it resolves so much within us and it settles a lot of our anxiousness and worries and frustrations and all that you know just from knowing where certain things come from and you know it 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 helps it helps so that would be really awesome if we were able to do that like you know but of course like you said it starts with you and then if we build off of that and look at, you know, what brought us to this point, because just imagine how many generational curses that exist and, you know, think about like how far back those things really can go. You right. know what I'm saying? We, you, they could go back centuries mm-hmm. and, you know, just finding that out can make us, you know, be like, yeah, we're not going to let this go a hundred more years <laughs> in the future no you know if we can find that out and know certain things and where they started and how they came about and how far back they go that can help us be more motivated and driven to break those ties and cut those cords Mm -hmm. you know but some things have come up in my life um 
where I've seen certain generational curses and, and generational curses is, is not what we all most of the time think it is. It is not necessarily just um, divorce or teen pregnancy or drug addiction. It could literally be something as subtle as insecurities, really bad insecurities or, you know, conflict in general, just conflict, always in battle with someone or um, misfortune, money problems, Mm -hmm. things like that can be generational curses, you know? So it's good to, um, because there are some things that have come up in generational curses that I'm like, I wouldn't have never even thought that that was a generational curse, but it's serious, it's subtle, and it, but it's very serious. And it's like, why do I have to be the one to break that? <laughs> because that's not an easy job. Yeah. It's really not, you know? Yeah. But, um, no, that's real. That's real. And, and I think that's why, why we are experiencing certain um, hardships because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I do believe that we have tapped into... Um, really our our spirit guides and spirit teens and ancestors that will usher us through it like help us Mm -hmm. through it yeah 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 they they do a lot for us they do a whole lot for us i think that if we were able to physically see all the things that they protect us from that would shift our mindset when it comes to so much stuff we wouldn't complain no more we wouldn't Mm -hmm stress no more you know we would just be full of gratitude and thankfulness if we were able to physically see in the spirit realm the all the things that we're protected from you know so that's why it's good to have a relationship with our ancestors and to you know commune with them and talk to them so that they know they're not forgotten and that the bloodline that they have given us to have life and to have our own life path and journey is appreciated, you know, because they've opened a huge door for us that, and, and have walked some steps and some shoes that I don't think I would have been able to feel, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we have to show gratitude for that. And, and they, they, they show up because when I pray, I, you know, I always, contact my angels my ancestors the spirit guides and the ascended masters that's who I because of the numbers that I see all the time you know 333 is the ascended masters 444 is your angels your ancestors anybody that's passed on passed on loved ones in general I see those numbers so much it's crazy especially when I'm going through a lot of things so when I pray, I'm praying to all of them (laughs) yeah because they respond yeah, that's real. They no, respond. It, it's it's like um, since I've I've started on this part of my spiritual journey because I talked to um, someone the other day. I interviewed someone here, and um, he was talking about there being levels to your spiritual journey, and right. everyone starts off on a particular on their specific level. But there's levels that you go up and then there's levels that you can go down. Um, but on my on my level right now where I'm at, it's really communing with my spirit team, my spirit guides, the ascended masters and the ancestors. And mm-hmm. um, 
<laughs> you know that one video? I think I showed you the video of the lady. She was on the TikTok. She was like, she's trying to communicate with her ancestors. And then when she hears a sound, she's like, oh, and then she <laughs> let me get take her. off <laughs> running. Yeah. Girl. The answers are ready to receive it. And then as soon as you hear something, you're like, uh, no, I'm not ready yet. That's no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I know I just saw something in the corner of my eye. Like, nope, I'm not cool with that. Right. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that girl, I got some stories <laughs> I could tell you because they do that. Them ancestors will show up and be like, what's up? You called me? Right. <laughs> then you're just like, um, excuse me? Did you just have to show up like that? Scare me out of my skin? <laughs> but, um, okay. So I'm sorry. We kind of got off a little bit. Spirit taking over. Spirit is speaking, honey. But, um, so <laughs> the harvest moon the full moon September 20th um so this is going to be beautiful energy for everyone but especially for me because the sun is still going to be in Virgo and the moon will be in Pisces so again this is earth and water energy just like we had at the full moon Mm -hmm. I mean the new moon sorry which was, it was still the earth and water, but it was, you know, the Virgo and Cancer. Then now it's going to be Virgo and Pisces. So it's still just as nurturing. It's just as um, harmonious and beautiful. And even better, the numerology of that day, September 20th, breaks down to seven, okay? Seven is the number of spirituality. That is the number of spirituality. The number seven is equivalent to every number has its own zodiac equivalent. For seven, it is Pisces. And of course, like I said, the moon, not only that, the full moon, not only that, the harvest moon is going to be in Pisces. So this is going to be a very, very spiritually enhanced full moon. And with the sun being in Virgo, because full moons always highlights everything you know everything is bigger everything is emphasized anything that's been held into the subconscious or kind of overlooked is going to be highlighted you're going to see it you're going to face it but this is the moon will be in Pisces and in tarot the moon card is a Pisces card so this is home. You're gonna, we're gonna feel at home. It's gonna feel very good uh, for other signs whose moon are in signs that's not necessarily compatible with Pisces energy. It may not be as easy if your sign is not emotional. It probably will be um, too emotional for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's gonna bring up some some feelings. It's gonna bring up some emotions. It's gonna bring up some things that we have buried into our subconscious. But with the sun being in Virgo, we'll still be ground. We'll be able to better maneuver through that those waters, those deep waters. Because um, as a Pisces, like I said, I love Earth signs in general because y'all keep us grounded truthfully when you know we're feeling too deep in the waters if it's feeling like the hurricane Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know if it's feeling like a typhoon and stuff you know what I'm saying y'all keep us grounded and you bring us back to that earth energy 
when you think about the grounded energy um, or earth energy in general, think of mountains, think of trees. They do not move. They are strong. They have deep, 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 deep roots. That's why they say Tauruses are stubborn. <laughs> and that's because they're not easily swayed because this is earth. This is a mountain. You're not going to just walk up to a mountain and push it. No. <laughs> it's grounded. It's too grounded. It's too strong for that. So that's a good thing when we have such emotional energy flying around there with the harvest moons that is in fact a full moon being in Pisces so um but like I said that falls on seven the number seven the numerology of that date is seven so this is a very spiritual time frame and then Virgo energy is also very spiritual too they're very 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 spiritual they understand all the same things that we understand as Pisces, you know, Pisces is the most spiritual sign of the zodiac. Mm -hmm. um, and Virgos are very, very similar to that. So um, dreams are going to be highlighted where you're going to have a lot of vivid dreams, um, dreams that you're actually going to remember uh, because Piscean energy is the Dreamer. dreamers mm -hmm. of the zodiac um, because of the planet Neptune. The planet Neptune rules Pisces. So I call Neptune, that's my planet. I call it La La Land. <laughs> that is La La Land. That is where your imagination runs free. That's where the imagination comes from. That's where dreams come from. That's where, you know, the impossible lives or anything that you can imagine or think of as an idea. And it's, you know, fantasy and things like that. That's Piscean energy. That's Neptune. Okay. So, um, but this is the moon that we're talking about that'll be in Pisces. So, and the moon is still very, you know, close to Piscean energy. Like I said, per tarot, the moon card is a Pisces card. And the moon in general is a water planet because the moon represents cancer. It's the ruler of cancer. So um, either way, it's earth and water. So it's very harmonious it's very nurturing it's very fulfilling it's going to feel warm it's going to feel good um and then it's going to be very spiritual that's the main thing because of the date being seven and which is the same thing as a pisces pisces energy so you know this is going to be a time where we're really going to see a lot of spiritual energy just taking precedence over a lot um, we're going to understand a lot more things deeply about ourselves. Um, we may be kind of self-critical, but you'll understand yourself better because of the water and because of the seven. You'll be able to see the reasons why certain things are the way they are spiritually wise. Okay. okay. And then, um, of course, we close out the month on the 30th, but the day before that, which is the 29th, is once again a half moon. And um, so the 30th, the date for the 30th, that's the last day of September, it breaks down to the number eight, which is amazing because that is the number of abundance. Mm -hmm. And that's abundance of whatever. That's money, family, happiness in general, um, fulfillment, wish fulfillment, 
Um, so anything that makes you feel fulfilled, anything that makes you feel like you're rich in something, whatever it is, that's abundance in general. Okay. Um, and real quick, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know how you get the mail, uh, you get the advertisements from different furniture companies and, and different companies and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What day was that? Friday? I think it was either Thursday or Friday. I went, I told my husband, I was like, hey, check the mail, because he's the one who got key. And so he checked the mail. I come home. I said, hey, did you check the mail? Because I was waiting on a little uh, a book. And he said, mm-hmm. yeah, it's on the counter. I'm like, okay. So I go down to the kitchen. I grab my package. I grab the, the mail that belongs to me. And I saw the Z Gallery catalog that's coming out. And it says, Season of Opulence. And when I saw that girl, I was like, yes. That message, I was like, okay, we we are entering the season of opulence. Mm Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's abundance. Okay. That's all things abundance. That's bringing us whatever we want in abundance (laughs) it's gonna bring us whatever we want and some it's gonna be an excess i don't want to say excess but it's it's gonna be more than enough you know it's gonna be that overflow of whatever that makes us feel happy and full so but the half moon falls on the 29th um, you know, that, and that energy still is going to be, of course, very present, very potent on the 30th, the last day of September. Um, but the numerology of just the last day as a whole is the eighth, but the half moon falls the day before. And so the sun will still be in Virgo and the moon will again be in Cancer. So there's so much this month where it's earth and water. It starts off that way on the first and it ends the exact same way with it being Virgo, um, the sun being in Virgo and the moon being in Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon anyway. So the moon is going to be right at home at the first and on the 30th of September. And that's a big deal because we know the moon, you know, transitions every two and a half days. Mm -hmm. So it has a very fast cycle the way that, you know, it, shifts so for it to start off the month that way and to end the month the exact same placement um as far as just the moon and the sun is concerned that's dope and it's dope to me because it's just energy that that blends together so well Mm -hmm. so um but pretty much the whole time just about you know the biggest shifts of the month um considering the new moon the full moon and the two half moons is both in earth and water besides the new moon being in Virgo while the sun is also in Virgo but the rest of the month those massive shifts those big shifts are is earth and water as far as the sun and the moon is concerned now of course a lot of the people that I know that's listening that's astrology fluent I know that all of the other planets um, and those shifts are just as important but I try to keep this as basic as possible because I'm still at the beginning stages of learning astrology myself. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I was going to touch on that Mercury retrograde too, 
that is on the 27th and it's it's the half moon energy is still going to be potent on that day too it's still going to be a half moon so and and that's a beautiful thing to be honest with you because the moon will be in gemini so that's light and dark just like the half moon is light and dark and then the sun at that time is going to be in libra so um (laughs) that's deep and that's serious because okay with mercury being in retrograde mercury of course is the planet of communication Mm -hmm. so communication as a whole is going to be backwards that means conversations are not going to go the way that you want it to people are not going to understand what you're trying to say you're not going to understand what people are trying to say um or people are just not going to listen or comprehend whatever it is that you feel and that you're expressing or vice versa um and the moon will be in gemini the moon will be in gemini gemini is ruled by mercury Gemini is the planet that is verbally expressive. That is the sign of communication. So it's going to be a lot of communication that's going to be kind of shaken up. There's going to be some arguments. There's going to be some miscommunication, you know, some misunderstandings, things like that. Now, the sun being in Libra at that time, that's going to go either way because the sun in Libra brings balance. Okay. Libra brings balance. It likes to bring balance to that, that energy. And it works well with Gemini because they're both air. So that's what can make that actually balanced calm, balanced out. So, cause we have the Gemini, which is two sides, like I said, light and dark. So the Libra being the person who holds two sides in balance, one is not going to get more than the other are going to be balanced, you know. Um, so the sun being a Libra is, is going to help us a lot with that Mercury retrograde, but it's still a retrograde. So, yeah. so let me ask <laughs> this. What, what do you recommend people do when, you know, like to prepare for a conversation <laughs> or a disagreement or, you know, like yeah. during this time when there's a Mercury retrograde and all the other planets that are also in retrograde like how can we best prepare for those situations so it's best to just keep in mind that there's a mercury retrograde right now just be mindful if you get upset because you're trying to explain something to someone and they're not listening to you or they're responding to you you know like very aggressive or you know there's misunderstandings come up and you know when you see that catch it catch that energy and remember it's a mercury retrograde that will help you that's why i said earlier when we keep in mind the whys behind certain things it help us so much to deal with whatever it is so when you know what the why is you're not going to take it personally you're not going to engage in it you're not going to entertain in drama or anything like that now speaking of the word drama with the sun being in Libra, while Mercury goes retrograde in Gemini, <laughs> um, Libra's drama. They can be drama 
if you look up and i'm not saying this from personal experience for anyone who listens to get offended no look it up <laughs> you will see that it will say libra sometimes will start drama out of nowhere and That's funny because um, I'm, a libra, I'm a libra rising and i work with quite a few <laughs> yeah yeah, so ooh, you work with a lot of leaders too. That's I can imagine that's some drama sometimes. So, but fairly well. I think that justice part of Libra that you know, um, we handle it very well. I, I would give us that's good on that. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And, and, and it's, a, it's a nice blend because, you know, y'all understand each other. You speak the same language in a lot of ways. So I can see that. But Libra energy can start some drama. <laughs> I was raised by Libra. And, oh, my gosh, one of, like, the hardest relationships I've ever experienced was with Libra. And the stuff that I looked up about that after the fact was like, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but. Either way, it's still balanced. It's still, you know, that's the most potent thing about Libra energy. So um, either it's going to balance out the retrograde or it's going to instigate it more. (laughs) (laughs) And then Libra too can... We are going to infuse this retrograde with balance. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Because I was gonna say too that they like to be the peacekeepers too. They like to be the negotiator. You know, they'll be the one in between a beef that will see both sides and know how to be that person. You know, that sound of reason, that voice of reason, things like that. So I do feel like the Libra energy is going to help a lot with the retrograde, just because you know it's all air. So you know that'll be in its element anyway so it'll be easier to um balance out so because libra energy and gemini energy go well together anyways so but yeah for the month of september that is pretty much everything i think i've covered everything um i can pull some cards yeah that's what i was gonna say you want to pull a few cards before we close you know what i know i'm gonna pull from this because this is my moon deck. Okay. It's uh, it highlights like you know new moon, full moon, stuff like that. And since we have some big moon energy this month, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull from this one. For the rest of September, spirit, please give us some insight on what we need to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so my, mom, my mom sent this um, TikTok video to me about um, this lady who created like a you know like a, a pencil or a pen cup and she layered mm-hmm. it with different um, herbs and salt and infused mm-hmm. it with a crystal quartz to charge your writing utensils and I was like, oh, I want to have to try that. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she said she layered it with black salt, Himalayan salt, lavender, um, and some other herbs like 
rose petals and things like that and then put a crystal quartz on top set it near the sun because I guess that's where her desk was or something and then she would charge her her writing utensils because in the video she says something about like you know um your writing utensil may carry some of the things that you use you know you wrote previously so you want to clear it mm-hmm. out before you start the next um thing so I was like oh wow. good idea I'm gonna do it I like that that's dope. And it was it was really pretty. It's really pretty too, like seeing the layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, send that to me. I want to see because I have all of those ingredients that you just said. I got all that. I'm gonna send it to you right now so that I don't forget. I pulled three from okay. three different decks, and all of them cover exactly everything that we talked about. So get out of here. I promise you. So I talked about, okay, let me see. Which day was that? This was on the the 13th, the mid-month where that half moon fell. Mm-hmm. And that date, September 13, 2021, equals 18 equals 9. And that is endings, completion of cycles, phases, or any type of process. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, a couple of days before that is September was September 11th, which is 111 days before uh, before the end of the year, and that's a gateway, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the end of the year, but that number nine of the actual half moon, where that date falls on the half moon, is nine, and that's the that's endings. And here we go. This says the end of a tough cycle approaches and it's a full moon card too it's a full moon in capricorn and the full moon is just about 10 days nine eight days later mm-hmm. something like that so it says the end of the tough cycle approaches so endings Mm-hmm. And that's where we are now because September 13th is tomorrow. So, <laughs> oh, that's, a, so that's, that's that day. Right, right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, it says the end, the end of a tough cycle approaches, and the actual end of this month, right, is on, um, it's going to be when the sun is in Virgo, the moon is in Cancer. The actual full moon, because this is a full moon card, is on the 20th, which is number seven. A lot of people think the number seven represents completion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Religion says that, but number nine mm-hmm. is the number of completion, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So, But that's the harvest moon. So that lets you know that we're at the end of the year. So that that's still so relevant. The end of the cycle approaches. And then, of course, the number 10 energy, I talked about nine being endings, one being beginnings, 10 being new beginnings. And then we have this card from a different deck that says it's a new dawn. So this came after the end of a tough cycle approaches. So this is nine. And then a new dawn. So this is 10, basically. Coming in order. Come on through spirit. Yes. (laughs) And it says, so this is the, oh my God, the message on it. 
And the message on this one, okay, the end of a tough cycle approaches. And then this one, the worst is now behind you. And positive new experiences are on the horizon. <laughs> so this one saying the end of a tough cycle, the end of a tough cycle approaches. And this says the worst is now behind you. <laughs> and positive new experiences are on the horizon. So come on, spirit, you better speak today. This one says building blocks. And um, so this, so with basically the whole, this month being Virgo energy and all, most of the planetary, the major moons is mm-hmm. going to be earth energy and water energy together. These two goes along with everything that we've said, pretty much the whole entire podcast. And then building blocks is earth. Okay. So we're going to highlight that this is earth. This is building foundations. This is building who you are or building your finance, building your home life to be what you want it to be. Starting over um, anything that has to do with building, because I'm a life path number four. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing as a 22, which is the master builder. So I always think of building and rebuilding. That includes rebuilding. If you're starting over, and you're rebuilding your life, then that's a good thing. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, What you're doing is starting over because it goes so well with these two being the end of a tough cycle, a new dawn. And then now we're building on that. Right. Right. So we're building our life. And two plus eight is 10, which is that new beginning. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, spirit. (laughs) I love this. I love spirit. I love what's coming up and what spirit has in store. I know that it's been a very daunting year. This whole year has kind of been an upheaval, just like last year. And everybody, and I mean, everybody is going through some major transitions, but the card for this month said the end of a tough cycle approaches. Mm-hmm. That was it right there, girl. Okay, That's so what, what was the last card again? Uh, building blocks. So rebuild, building or rebuilding or starting over. It, I would say because it came after, you know, the end of a tough cycle approaches and a new dawn, then building blocks. So Instead of just building, I would, I would say it's rebuilding something, starting over something after ending something else. So, of course, that means that's transformation that's hard. And I'm really, I'm really speaking for myself. Uh, so I know that a lot of other people is going through the same things because when I do readings, it is crazy because a lot of times everybody is going through the exact same thing at the same time. That's why a lot of times, we're all seeing the same numbers too. So, but yeah, I would apply that to everything. I mean, the cars just so beautifully (laughs) went together with the whole entire forecast for this month. And I love that because that happens every time. I love spirit. I love you, sis. And I'm wishing love and light to all of us and, you know, keep trucking because we got this. We're almost to the end of the year. 
it's been a crazy year. I'm I'm praying that next year is much better than this year and last year. I think but, it will um, be. I think it yeah, will. We need to speak it. Speak it. I agree. All right, girly. Well, let them know where they can find you, Shay. Um, so you can find me on Facebook, Shaya the Indigo. Um, you want me to spell it? Or? No, I'll put it in the show notes. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that hit me up on there. Inbox me if you need readings, if you have questions. Um you can find me there. All right. Well, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day, sis. Thanks, you too. Blessings to you. Love and light. I love you. I love you too. All right, everyone, that was your September energy forecast report brought to you by the magnificent Shaya the Indigo. We want to remind you that if you'd like to dial into our frequency, be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist, Twitter at Metaspiritu1, and of course on Podbean, Apple, Google, the iHeartRadio app, and Listen Notes. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our newsletter. Each week, I release a new issue that shares a personal perspective, an affirmation for the collective, and a hype of a friend of the Metaspiritualist. If you enjoy the content being brought to you, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, may you be blessed beyond measure, bringing in an abundance of peace, health, wealth, and prosperity.